0: there. Welcome once again to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. It's Wednesday night. Hope you're doing well. I'm Jared.
1: Uh, I've noticed that you've left, you've dropped the um all over the world from your greeting and I gotta tell you that I miss it. It's Wednesday night all over the world, and I just really like that. I well, like it I,
0: a lot. Thanks, Mike. It's just something I said once without thinking about it. And it's my favorite and, thing and, you maybe and, have and, ever and, said. And, and <laughs> wow. That covers a lot. It, it, just, it just has to come out naturally, you know. You can't force it.
1: Oh, I think we need to make it our catchphrase.
0: <laughs> okay. Just straight up. It's it's th- Wednesday night all over the world. <laughs> it's Unspoken Request with Jared and Mike. Um, (laughs) That's more like it (laughs) (laughs) There you go Let's back announce this music we heard We played quite a bit of music at the beginning of hour number one Of unspoken requests with Jared and Mike we heard Uh just now Um what was that Uh the Beatles (laughs) No actually it was IU
1: alum Booker T and the MGs There you go Covering the Beatles We heard uh the medley of Because and you never give me your money Oh, yeah. From Abbey Road. This is from the um, Booker T album, Macklemore Avenue, which mm-hmm. is where they cover Abbey Road. Yeah. In uh, in a mixed up you, order you, that's really fun.
0: If you plug that album cover into your computer, it'll show you what's going on on the outside edges of that uh, photo.
1: <sighs> that is a novel thing. That is neat to have Photoshop uh, fill in. Uh, what's that called? Yeah. Uh, Artificial intelligence. Yeah, but I forget. There's a name for what that's called. Oh. for that trick. Yeah, um, that particular one. Um, content aware. Uh, oh. Okay. AI. Um, that's a neat little novel thing, but it does
0: not make me feel good. Well, yeah. But it is neat. It is neat that we're living in the the future. There's all these reports about how you know the artificial intelligence gonna is you know a danger to actually killing us. It's like it's like all this stuff that. You know how in the 50s, everyone was like, yeah, in the future, it's going to be like this, and we'll have jetpacks and uh, eating space food, yeah. and um, our kitchens will look like this <laughs> and everything. <laughs> uh, but now, all the stuff they warned us about happening in the future is actually happening. The happen. robots are going to kill us. We have to wear gas masks because the air uh, You can't breathe the air. Yeah, um, It's grim. It's uh, grim times. Did you see the Apple <clears throat> announcement for their new, uh,
1: their latest product that's going to change society and revolutionize living? No. Is it like? It's a ski mask, uh, not a ski mask. Ski goggles. It's ski goggles that are a little thicker than normal ski goggles, and they let you like, uh, like Google Glass from 2007, precisely like Google Glass, except for big and cumbersome. It's like Google <laughs> Glass mixed with, um, like, an Oculus. Oh. I forget what it's called, okay. um, but it looks real dumb. And, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, someday some uh, documentarian is going to dig up this uh, recording of me saying, oh, boy, what a dumb idea, and to show what an idiot, what an idiot who can't see into the future I am. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but it sure... Uh,
0: Mike is the one who said that dipping Dots were a dumb idea. When they said <laughs> that was going to be the ice cream in the future.
1: That's right. That's right. I dogged the dipping dots, but now look at me—I got egg on my face.
0: Yeah, you know we also heard. Uh, what do we hear? We heard "Don't Worry, Bill" by The Flame. That was great. Before that, we heard "Hard Time" by The Beach Boys.
1: Prior to that, we heard "Overcome by Happiness" from the Prince Brothers album "Overcome by Happiness,"
0: with uh, some liner notes by f- guest of former uh, uh, former friend of the show, <laughs> former <laughs> guest of the show friend of the show, former guest, Steven Deusner. Yeah. Um,
1: the 25th anniversary edition of that record, which I think is a great album. I recommend it oh if yeah. you haven't heard it.
0: Great stuff. Too bad they don't play live shows. I saw them play live once. Their band was
1: they so good. They did some shows recently where they played that record. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I thought about buying tickets and traveling out east to see one, but I just couldn't
0: make it This work. is more uh, a little more rocking. Not like, you know. Um, what's the... What's I couldn't think of a rock fan <laughs> you know not like Black seven Saturn? dust
1: <laughs> oh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> seven dust yeah I'm familiar with that <laughs> that's iconic that that puts me right there's a particular image well right you said cumbersome beard. earlier oh right is that is that who sang that song
0: no that's <laughs> uh, we don't have time to figure that out we also we also heard um
1: more beach boys here
0: Oh yeah, let's just, it's just keep on coming. Urea, ure, ure, how do you say this word? U-Y-E-A.
1: Oh, I don't have any idea.
0: Sound. The Dim D mix. Uh, the, by The Cure. That's oh. what I'm trying to say. We heard that Great. song by The Cure. We also heard, what did we hear, Mike? We, we heard, heard a bunch of songs with French Shin, titles. Yeah, we heard Shin Ramyun. By the Unknown Mortal Orchestra from their new album. It's
1: a little hard we for me to
0: concentrate with this song playing.
1: Uh, I
0: don't know how to pronounce these French words. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> we, what, 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 what did you play, Mike? That Adamo record?
1: I played this Adamo record. Uh, the track is. Oh, gosh! I should have studied French.
0: We oui.
1: les coros d'io. C si. see si. thanks yeah. I mean we Look, do you see the uh, this fourth track on this album, Jared? What's the last word in it?
0: Imbecile That's you oh. Come on <laughs> uh, We also heard La Cascate de Ver We really ver- need to get Hold
1: on a second La <laughs> really- Cascate
0: de Veridiana I love- By Goblin Yes, Mike. I've loved all the music we played tonight. I've yeah, enjoyed
1: the... I enjoyed it, too. I made a comment earlier about how fun it was to be like ping-ponging off each other, DJing together. But uh, I think we need to have a third host on the show, someone who speaks the language <laughs> of whatever uh, songs we're well, playing. Well,
0: we've talked about that. We've had people try out... We're ha- we've are we been having a contest to see who can be the third Can you call co-host? your
1: sister-in-law and ask her to pronounce the, these words for us?
0: Um she's in France right now
1: <laughs> well there goes that idea yeah,
0: she posted a picture uh, of her and her her French class that she took in front of the Eiffel Tower Wow and I, I commented on it and I just said Kings Island my son was at Kings Island yesterday I'm hoping that someone that she I'm hoping that someone that follows her on there sees that and thinks that I am dumb. <laughs>
1: Imbecile. <laughs> An imbecile. An <laughs> imbecile.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what else have we heard, Mike? We played. We played. Did we? Did we? Did we uh, backing oh, all p- the music. I played a Volmer tune. Oh yeah, what was that? It was a cover. Was that a wedding favor forty-five? It sure 33? was. It's
1: from the Michael and Marlene wedding. It's a split with Little Wings, a split seven-inch, and it's another French title, Chanson Dieu. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you say that either, but that was Justin Vollmer doing that tune.
0: We also heard Franco Battiato with Una Cellula. Cell, cellula. Oh, you and know what else? That covers it. We, uh, no, no, we also
1: heard The Smithereens
0: <laughs> with Suzanne Vega
1: <laughs> singing uh, In a Lonely
0: Place. Mike had never heard the song Luca.
1: Hey, sue me. Sue me. I know this song, too. You keep playing songs that I know, and it's <laughs> real distracting.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, so, Mike.
1: That's better. Oh, baby. I don't know what this is. How's everything
0: what going? What's happened in the last couple weeks?
1: I've seen three movies since we were last together. Wow. At least.
0: Okay. Would you like to talk about any of them? Sure. All right. I'll tell you what I
1: saw, and then you can you can decide which one you want to talk about. Great. I saw the new live-action Little Mermaid.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I saw the new Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Okay. And just last night, I watched the new American Masters... uh, Little Richard? Little Richard, the king and queen of rock and roll. Is that what it's called? Yes. I thought it was called I Am Everything. Here's the thing that I learned today, because I had seen an ad for I Am Everything. And then last night, on a whim, my wife and I pulled up the PBS app, and I said, let's see if there's any new American Masters. And there was Little Richard. And I said, oh, I think I saw an ad for this thing. So we watched the Little Richard American Masters on PBS. And then today I looked into it.
0: It's a different documentary about Little Richard. Are they both new? Yes. Well. It's like there's two new American Gladiators documentaries. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: You know, actually, I can't. I think the PBS one is new. But I didn't look at the date. It's not the one called... I am everything or whatever. It is not I am everything. It is the one that's called
0: The King and Queen of. No, rock I thought and roll. that. I thought that was a PBS thing. The I am everything. So it's
1: No, that's a Magnolia Pictures thing. I learned okay. that today. Okay. But it's out you can watch it. So I texted my wife and said, "Hey, I told you I thought this was a thing, but it's actually a different thing." So she goes, "Well, let's watch the second one." And I said, "That sounds great." So we're probably going to watch the other one, too.
0: I have it on hold at the library. So I'll wait for the DVD. Oh, is that right? I'll wait for the D, D, V.
1: I was going to borrow a... Uh, Okay, so I work at the library. I was going to borrow a book that I learned about just today from the library against my better judgment. Something that might have ruined my reputation
2: Hmm. if my
1: coworkers found out that I was borrowing such a thing. But the library didn't have it, so I just bought it it was also on sale where I found it so I just went ahead and bought it so now my mm-hmm. reputation saved wait what, 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 what book are we talking about it was a book full of nude photographs okay <laughs> hello it's a book about a particular photographer and how he went from photographing sex workers to photographing uh, to be a, like a fine artist I learned about the book just today and was intrigued by it mm-hmm. believe it or not sure so I thought oh see if the library has this they didn't so I just bought it alright so these other but I saved my rep rep, is the point
0: yeah good thing no one listens to this (laughs) documented (laughs) and archived radio (laughs) show
1: (laughs) can you imagine if my coworkers knew I was borrowing a book full of nudie pictures
0: oh my gosh how would I ever live that down yeah hey what other movies did you see you said I mean you told me but what did you think of the other movies you saw I thought The
1: Little Mermaid... So I'll say I thought Little Richard was an interesting documentary. I'm a fan of Little Richard, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fun to get some of that insight. After we watched the movie, we went to the Wikipedia page and learned some things that were not in the movie, which were unfortunate things to learn, but interesting and challenging still. But I'm a fan.
0: I feel like this other new one, maybe from what I gather, would cover those things. That's what I also suspect. Um, I also suspect. He seems suspect like a complicated that. guy, and they didn't. And that's probably what this... I want to find out about in this documentary.
1: And the, um, the uh, king and queen of rock and roll made no bones about that. They let you know Mm -hmm. how complicated a figure he was inside himself. And I suspect they're going to be, in fact, the trailer for I am everything. They were using the same archival footage that was in the PBS. Mm one, The very same footage, Uh, different talking heads. For instance, in the trailer for I am everything. Who's that? So that was not a talking head. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. David Byrne, anti-union. I learned. <laughs> I, I, I learned that yesterday too.
2: <laughs> talk about a tarnished I think, I think rep. See, I think
0: we see the same news, news feeds. Yeah. Talk about a tarnished rep. <laughs> David Byrne, anti-union. Uh, and he was at an art show and put his and moved the other people's art out of the way and put his towards the front, allegedly. I believe it. Anyway,
1: I've never been much of a talking head's head. They're
0: fine. Their best song is the one with John Goodman singing. <laughs> I like John Goodman. I haven't seen Raising Arizona in a long time. I like to watch that. Seeing that, yeah. Uh, I don't, I've, it's been a while for me. Yeah. Um, anyway, back on track.
1: So the one I watched last night, the Little Richard doc that mm. I watched last. Night. Oh, we're about out of time, Jude. We
0: got two. We got a minute and a half. Well, we have uh, a whole another hour after midnight. We'll really cut loose and <laughs> okay, Let her rip.
1: Anyway. Ringo Starr was a talking head in the one I watched last night. In the trailer for the one you brought up, uh, John Waters is a talking head. So I think it's going to have a different tone. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, well, we got a lot more to talk about in Hour 2. Boy, we sure do. Um, and Hour 2 is happening in about one minute. So we'll see you on the other side of tomorrow. <laughs> Like I was thinking, this song would be like a good like intro for the show from now on, right? It's a spoken request. With your mind. And the music's playing real loud, screaming in the background, right? Yeah, that is what happened. You turned it down. There you go. It like really, you know, to really pump up people at the, you know, working at the pretzel factory. You feel like our job at midnight
1: on the yeah, we is to pump up the jams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. I don't know
0: if I can keep that energy level up. All right. It's out. Once no, we get going, was, I mean. I was just goofing. Oh, that was just a joke. I see. <laughs> joke, I man. see. I'm just joking around, man. <laughs> I'm joking.
1: Did you watch? I think you should leave. I've also watched that.
0: Yeah, I, I I made the same mistake as I did with season two, and I watched it all in one one sitting. Uh, one sitting. I
1: did
0: the same. And I was like, yeah, I should I should have watched it one every couple days, uh, like like I do my morning devotions. <laughs> yeah,
2: a devotion the followed and by and I
1: think you should leave. That's good. I watched the whole thing at once. I liked it very much, and then I rewatched it again with my wife the next night. Yeah. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, I I, I think I should rewatch it. I think you should leave. (laughs) Ah, gosh. So, I was talking before the break about um, The Little Mermaid Mm -hmm. and Beyond the Spider Verse. Did you see Into the Spider Verse?
0: I think that was during uh, (coughs) the era of. uh, Reverb, please? Movie Pass! Movie pass. I think I had movie pass at the time. And I think I uh, didn't make it through the whole thing.
1: Really? Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Yeah. I think we're going out of order here. Uh-huh. Let's talk about The Little Mermaid first, because I want to say about that one. Yeah. I didn't love it. It's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> not that it was bad. And I know there's controversy around that, because racist people are upset. That had nothing to do with my opinion about it.
0: You, you uh, now, when you say you didn't like, did did you? You think the original? You prefer the original one by a mile, by a mile. I felt that this new one was a
1: little flat. The performances, really, all the singing was great. The voices were good, uh, except I wasn't crazy about Aquafina.
0: As the what is seagull? She? She's what? the seagull. Oh, now how is she? Um well, we have to talk about this.
1: I don't really know who Aquafina is, but um, I asked Jess who was the voice of that character. And she was like Aquafina. and I said, "No, okay, cool." Um, I felt like they they were struggling, which this makes total sense. They were struggling between honoring the identity of the characters in the animated version that we all love and are familiar with and trying to like do something different and I feel like they got caught in between there and ended up not doing much of anything it's a musical you know it should be a the acting it should be overacted a little bit if you ask me mm-hmm. and it wasn't Javier Bardem what, who's that Uh, Anton sugar <laughs> what's that you've seen No who's Country that? for Old Men
0: oh I remember that movie I saw it He's the main bad
1: guy. Okay. And what is excellent about that actor playing that role is that he's affectless, stone cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he communicates a lot with barely any expression. And you're scared of him.
0: That, he, put, he plays Sebastian that the, act, the crab?
1: <laughs> that actor played King Triton. Oh. Huh. And I didn't buy that he cared about his daughters that much. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was also. I mean, I'm bringing the baggage of the animated version into the live action version. That's for sure. It was a. It was a faithful retelling of the story, but I just. I prefer the animated version. It's just so expressive. It's so expressive, and that's for my money. That's what I want. Expressive.
0: All right. Fair enough. So
1: anyway, the reason I wanted to say that first is because I'm being negative about it a little bit. That's okay. Uh, I'll say this. Melissa McCarthy, who I'm not a giant fan of, she's fine. Stole the show. She was great in The Little Mermaid. Thought she was great. What does she do? She's Ursula,
0: oh. the sea witch.
1: And I thought she was the most expressive and the most like, especially during her song, was the most like convincing of the of character. <coughs>
0: If they lived, they could have had speaking of John Waters, they could have had Divine play their somewhere. <laughs>
1: that would have been cool. That would have been great. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um all right. So anyway, yes. After that I took the case oh, yeah. to see the Spider-Verse. Okay.
0: You didn't make Is it through Is this animated? The f- I'm I have my Spider-Man confused. Yeah, that's right. Okay.
1: Uh You didn't make it through the first one.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't very invested. It was like, you know, I I had the movie pass at the time. I had the so afternoon you didn't care. off. And I was just like, halfway through it, I was just like, I think I'd rather do something uh, outside of the uh, movie theater.
1: Yeah, funny you should frame it that way, because before, it was just me and the kids, and I texted my wife and said, hey, I'm thinking about taking the kids to a movie. Can we afford three movie tickets? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, go ahead and go. But I was worried about the cost of paying for three heads getting into the movie. Mm -hmm. But I really loved the first one. I thought it was a feat of storytelling and modern and new and inventive and exciting and moving
0: yeah I mean yeah I, I could see that I just that day you're I just, just wasn't you're just in the mood you to have be no moved. Uh, heart you have no heart <laughs> I have no heart
1: uh, no I think that's legit I was also with children that matters sure you know oh, going yeah. to an animated movie with kids after the first Spider-Verse movie when the credits started to roll Asa stood up out of his seat he was quite a bit younger than he is now He stood up out of his seat and pointed at the screen and said, that is the best movie I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) So I had that added to the experience, but I actually did love it. Yeah. Um, But this new one, I was concerned about the cost. You know, I'm not rich. Movies can be expensive. For the three of us to get into the movie on a Saturday afternoon at four o'clock, it cost $28. And I said, okay. Okay we'll do it we did it as we left the movie the movie okay so I said I loved the first one
0: uh, off, off, off the air later I need to um, give you a uh, helpful tip it involves you borrowing this uh, giant trench coat that I have but anyway <laughs> go ahead
1: great uh, I said I really loved the first one I would say I really really liked this new one alright I thought it was very very good I thought the first one was great, so it's like one tick down. Still worth seeing. Still okay. beautiful. They pushed the limits of the uh, animation. It was the story was. It was still good, still convoluted, but told well. But it was got a little boring a couple times. It was a little more like a soap opera than the first one, but still moving. I'm just saying, in comparison, if I had only seen the new one, I'd probably say that was great. But the whole reason I'm telling you all about this ticket money is because as we were leaving, there were a lot of people there. It was in one of the big theaters here on the west side. (laughs) As we were leaving in a crowd of people, shoulder to shoulder, I'm walking with my kids. I look down to hold Arrow's hand Mm -hmm. and I see on the ground in the sea of people a $20 bill. So without even thinking, I just bent down and picked it up and kept walking.
0: Uh-huh. I went right up to the ticket I went counter, right like,
1: up to the counter.
0: 3 for whatever showing next. <laughs>
1: I said I just found $20 on the ground. Uh And I'm an honest man. Uh so if anyone comes asking about this, this is their $20. You can ask them to recite the serial number on it. Yeah. You can ask them to describe it to ask you. Ask them who Whatever it says you to, think is says we trailer. trust in on the... I trust yeah. you, teenager, pimply-faced teenager working at the counter, to, to use your best judgment to make sure that the person asking about the 20 is the person it belongs to. But I'll be back in 30 days. And if no one comes and asks about this, I'm going to come back and claim it in 30 days. So now I'm waiting to see what happens. Wait, Really? No, I just put it in my pocket and kept it and walked out of the door as quick as I could before anybody started asking questions. (laughs) Uh, I'm so gullible. But but I did find a 20 on the ground. and I've got to check it out, Jared. I'll show you.
0: I'm opening my wallet right now. How do I know that's not a different 20? Because uh, it's the only 20 I have. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that that makes sense.
1: (laughs) That's the one I found. I actually picked it up and the first thing I did was look to see if it was real. Because I thought it might be one of those
0: things like you used to have. Uh, that was like a tract. It was not a tract. It <laughs> was just a prank, <laughs> a secular godless prank. It has nothing on it. Um, it just says like "gotcha" <laughs> God- inside. Godless or prank. I used to. I, I used to use this all the time when I was a kid, and I, I got so many when I was a kid that I still have them from. <laughs>
2: it's
0: from, a good, from childhood. It's a good trick. This one was not folded. It was just laying yeah. on the ground. Do you and typically I, keep cash in your wallet, or are you a cashless boy?
1: I am all over the place. If I get my hands on some cash, I keep it until I use it. And yeah. I don't think about it. I would just, if it's convenient and I notice I have cash, mm-hmm. I'll use it. I generally do not keep cash. But if I get my hands on some, I keep it and use it. And I'm frugal with it. But, mm-hmm. you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Money to me, though, uh, one of my biggest flaws, Jared, is that money means nothing to me. And uh, at least when it's physical, I'm counting it down. Whereas when it's just digital money, pfft, gosh, I'm not a, I, I'm a, I'm a relatively cautious guy when it comes to spending, thankfully, because money's so meaningless to me that it's just like, I would spend it all without <laughs> thinking if I wasn't worried about it, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I think you should go and take all your money out of your out of your bank account now and and uh, give it all to charity. I heard that yesterday in a sublime song. (laughs) Uh,
1: Take all um, of your money, give it all to charity. Yeah, Uh, yeah, heard that yesterday. I was in. uh, What the heck happened to me yesterday? Where was I? (laughs) My gosh! (laughs) Oh, I was in Goodfellas. Okay, having a slice.
0: The uh the uh um organized crime themed pizza parlor. <laughs> That's correct. Okay. Yeah.
1: I hate that decoration in there, I hate it.
0: There's the oh, there's God. the uh I'm
1: sorry, go ahead. For one, they seemed confused that I was there. <laughs> I walked up to the counter and they said hi, and then they just kept working, and I stood there for a while, and then the guy who was working came over and put on a glove and just stood there and looked at me. Was it Michael Jackson? No, it was like a plastic glove. It oh, just a cool one, white one plastic glove, glove yeah. Uh, and he just kind of stood there, and I was like waiting to order. And then uh, time went by, and the woman turned around and was like, uh, can we help you? Like I was, Like I was the problem. And it's like, <laughs> you're supposed to invite me to order. I'm not trying to interrupt your work. Anyway, that was no problem. I got all sorted out, and they were fast with the service, and it was all fine. It was just weird that they seemed to be waiting on me. They were supposed to be waiting on me, but instead they were waiting on me. Like, I'm the boss of the place. Wait, so they they put on a glove and looked at you. (laughs) Kind of. Not exactly. They put on a glove and looked around
0: and just stood there. Facing you. Sort of. Not making eye contact. Yes. Hmm. I don't know Mike you think it's my fault I think it's not I think it's not as much their fault as you think it is I wish you could have seen the scene I think I think they I think they should have been more clear with their intentions and their willingness to help you (laughs) but these 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 kids these days but even
1: even that man stood there uh huh And I was like waiting for him to let me know that he's ready to take my order Mm -hmm. because they were actively working when I walked in and I got no problem waiting for them to get to a stopping point. No sweat. But then the woman kept working and then turned around and eventually in a kind of an annoyed way was like, can we help you? I think that Mm. tone is what put me over the edge because it's like, I'm being patient. Who cares? But that tone was like, hey, come on. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Waiting. Yeah for the right time. Anyway, uh, I sat down to eat my pizza. Mm-hmm. They had Family Matters on the
0: TV. Okay. So I was
1: watching Family Matters.
0: pre Urkel or post Urkel?
1: What do you mean pre or post?
0: Well, there are a few episodes before the character of Stephen Urkel is introduced. Post. And it really changes yeah. the whole vibe yeah, of the show.
1: Deep Urkel, Not older Urkel. This the is show like used prime. to be based
0: around this one family. And... Their. a family from perfect strangers yeah <laughs> and there was no loud applause when the nosy neighbor came over it was just this nice family minding their own business uh-huh. and then this character really cut on and it became the Urkel show and ruined the whole show <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was prime otherwise Urkel. it would have lasted for ten seasons on its own without yeah. him uh, so I was kind of watching that
1: nostalgically I watched a lot of family matters when I was a kid I loved it mm-hmm. every um, Friday yeah TGIF But while I was watching Family Matters, I was reading the subtitles. They had some kind of radio station on that was playing Marcy Playground Mm. and Harvey Danger Mm -hmm. and Sublime. And it just felt like I was simultaneously in my living room with my family on a Friday night watching TV and also on the school bus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Strange feeling. I was talking about The Little Mermaid before when I was a youngster. Before I was old enough to not need a babysitter. My brother and I had a teenage babysitter from our church named Holly May. And I don't know if it was ours. It was ours because it was at our house. We had a VHS cassette of The Little Mermaid dubbed. My uncle dubbed it for us. And Holly, very illegal. Holly May was our
0: $250,000 fine.
1: Teenage summertime babysitter. And she would come over every day.
0: It's and- not a victimless it's not a victimless crime is the thing. You wouldn't steal a car. Right? You wouldn't rob a bank? Who wouldn't? Some
1: people do. <laughs> I already told you, I bought a book that had nude photographs in it. So you don't know what I'm capable of. All right, go ahead. <laughs> My brother and I—we were young, like I said, youngsters, rowdy little boys, and it was summertime, and we wanted to do stuff. We wanted to play, we wanted to do things. At the time, Holly Mae was a teenager, and you know how teens can be.
0: I, I used to be te- a teenager myself,
1: and you remember what that was like. Barely. She liked watching The Little Mermaid every single day, and it. We liked that movie. I still like that movie. But uh, we got so sick of it. My brother and I got so sick of watching The Little Mermaid every day instead of doing anything else that one night we were hanging around in our home and we took the tape and we hid the Little Mermaid tape. We hid it out of sight. Didn't tell anyone where we put it. Jared's playing the anti-piracy commercial for us now.
0: You wouldn't steal a television. You wouldn't steal a handbag. You wouldn't steal you a television. You wouldn't steal a DVD. How do they know? <laughs> yeah. Downloading pirated films is stealing. I'm just reading the ad. This sounds like your Pop. is against the law. I don't remember that part of it. Piracy, it's a crime. Then it, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mike. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I'm not that sorry. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. It was premeditated, so (laughs) I couldn't have been that sorry.
1: Premeditated interrupt. You wouldn't interrupt your friend (laughs) while he's telling a story. You wouldn't do that. That's what you Don't download a DVD. (laughs) So we hid the tape from Holly May, and I remember exactly where we hid it. Is it still there? No, my parents have moved since then. My whole family moved.
0: Uh, what does that have to do with anything?
1: Well, we hid it in a place that was removed when we moved. I see. I see. Uh, so I don't know what ever happened to it. Maybe my parents still have the tape. There's a chance. I don't know if they do. Um, but it never came up. We just didn't watch it anymore. And everything moved on. And it. So the lesson I learned from that is that you can cheat and lie and steal and hide things and keep things from people and be rewarded for it. That was a victimless crime. It was a victimless crime. You want to hear another story about when I was a
0: kid? I've probably told this. Here's the thing. I do personally. Yes. Do you, you're do, worried, you you're do you You listener?
1: You're worried about the people of Bloomington.
0: Yeah, yeah both of them listening right now. Did they want to If you want to hear the story, the Mike's about to tell just nod your head. <laughs> Raise your hand in the air. I feel
1: those nods. I see that hand. All right, go ahead. Every head bowed, no eyes looking around. I feel those nods. I started following not too long ago on Instagram. This account. It's called Sandwiches of History. You familiar with Sandwiches of History?
0: No. I'm familiar with the Rick Seaback film Sandwiches that you will like.
1: Okay. Okay. This is Sandwiches That You May or May Not Like. Okay. That's what this one
0: is. This man... By the way, if you're looking for a good sandwich documentary from the mid to early 90s, Sandwiches That You Will Like by Rick Seaback, I believe it's been pirated and put onto YouTube from the VHS tape, I couldn't recommend a sandwich documentary more.
1: Do you think uh, illegally downloading a movie and then uh, stealing it, but then putting it on YouTube is kind of like the Robin Hood of piracy. Oh, sure. Of digital piracy. Yeah. So it's
0: actually a good thing. It is a good thing. Because
1: we all agree that Robin Hood is a good thing. Yeah.
0: If you... <coughs> so yeah. If you take your camcorder into Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, <laughs> tape it, <laughs> upload it. Yeah. Yeah. But you're actually doing the world a service. Yes.
1: Well, you're doing the underserved people a service. That's who Robin Hood helps, the poor. Yeah think Robin Hood left that 20 that I found maybe he dropped it
0: <laughs> oh yeah he, he probably stole it from it. Ken Nunn as he was walking out and That's laid good. it in the ground for you to pick up
1: Uh, so I started following sandwiches of history okay this is an account run by a nice seemingly nice guy uh, he's made made a few political uh, comments that I have appreciated As just, I love it when people get political as just a guy who makes sandwiches yeah and it's been like, oh, he's outspoken in a way that's um, supportive of people who need support. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the gist of his account is that he buys these old, ancient old cookbooks and recipe books and digs up these hilarious
0: old sandwich uh, recipes. When you say old, you mean like... 1900s? I mean, or like, I mean anything 1800s. he can find. Okay. Anything he can find. Yeah. Okay.
1: They're from all over the place. I don't know the oldest one, but I've seen them as old as, well, I don't even know. I've seen some old ones. He'll show an image usually of the page from the, from the book. Uh, and then he makes the sandwich. Some of them are, they look good and they sound good. And he'll let you know if it's good. And then he'll plus it up Sometimes. He calls it plussing it up, where he takes the recipe and says, I think it'd be even better if we did this, this, and this. Some of them are just so awful and horrendous. And he eats them, but they just seem gross. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, this is gross. So anyway, it's just kind of a fun thing. Okay. Trying out these sandwiches from different cookbooks. Okay. He shared an article recently that um, I'll come back to. But when I was a child, this is after we
2: moved.
0: Oh, you're not going to talk about the sandwich you ate as a child again, are you? I've already talked about it. Off the air to me. And it makes me want to <laughs> A whole bunch hurl. of times. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Jared. I've probably so, told it on the show, I'm sure. It's It's, okay. it's one of the no, only stories okay. I've got. <laughs> I've only got so many. My, li- I've only lived one life. One human life. That's a limited... You spend, all, stories. You,
0: you spend all your time retelling these stories. You don't have time to make <laughs>
1: new ones. That, that is true, actually. I should probably live a little. Stop <laughs> telling the same old stories over and over again. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, Mike. I think it's genetic. My granddad used to tell the same stories over and over. Uh, so... Oh, no. This is before before <laughs> we moved. I got it wrong. This is before we okay. moved. Okay. Uh, my brother and I, we didn't have a babysitter anymore but the neighbors next door became our babysitters the new neighbors Dan and Julie mm-hmm. one day we went over there to their house it f- was weird uh, my brother and I and Julie was like it's lunchtime and Dan is coming home from work to have lunch with us so I made his favorite sandwich his this man's favorite this man's favorite sandwich of all his grandmother used to make them for him, and he loves them. So I've made them today for you kids to eat. Here they are, and she put plates down in front of us. And they were just white bread, just white bread, you know, bleached, yeah, flimsy, not whole wheat, thin white bread with cream cheese mm. and olives. Mm. And she said, Dan loves these cream cheese and olive sandwiches, so you kids are probably going to love them too. Green olives? Black olives? I couldn't tell you. I don't
0: remember. Olives are gross, period. No. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, these kind of olives that you would have had on your sandwich, yes. Olives can be good. Olives do a number on me. I've not ever had one that was good. I've tried
1: some fancy ones. Yeah. They they get they fill my whole sinus just, with a bad bad sounds,
0: sensation. That sounds like a bad sandwich.
1: So she fed us cream cheese and olive sandwiches. My brother and I were like, no. I think I, I remember eating some of it and like trying not to gag at the table, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then, my brother and I went outside to play, and we then broke into our own locked house next door, and made ourselves lunch from our freezer. And ate at our house. Oh, nice. And when my parents came home, we told them about it. They were shocked that a babysitter tried to feed us cream cheese and olive sandwiches (laughs) uh, because that's gross. Yeah. But then they were also like, wait, then you did what? We were like, we snuck in through the back window of our house. We helped each other climb through the window. And then we came into our own kitchen and Uh uh, made lunch for ourselves. Uh And they were like, oh, I guess you guys don't need a babysitter
0: anymore. (laughs) So then we had no babysitter anymore after that so Sandwiches of History yeah you know I had a I, had a, I tried a new restaurant in town and it had a very good sandwich hold on a second oh I Sa- thought, that, I thought sandwiches the of history, was done Sandwiches of
1: History okay shared a thing recently that was like that was an article written on in some culinary online magazine that was like is this vintage sandwich making its big comeback and it was just white bread cream cheese and olives what I couldn't believe it <laughs> That's. I couldn't believe that that was not only. Yeah. Uh. Something I've had to experience in my life, but that it actually had a foothold at some point. Right. Wow. I was shocked. That is. And the sandwiches of history guy shared it. That is. Is this vintage sandwich from whenever making its big comeback? No. Cream cheese and olives. Wretched. Anyway, you tried a new restaurant?
0: Yeah, I went to. Uh, you know, speaking of sandwiches. Yeah I, we are I went to the um, Chef's Table Catering Oh yeah Near your house Uh huh The Strip mall that used to uh, Be the location for Naughty Dog Hot Dogs Yeah I've only eaten there once But it was very good I had a Philadelphia style cheesesteak.
1: I need to get over there and try it You've mentioned it to me a couple times. And they times. had some homemade,
0: uh, seemed like some homemade chips, local chips. Um, it was great. Yeah, I would eat there again. Well, shoot. Let's go eat there again sometime.
1: I'm down. How All long right. do we have on this show? Let's go over right after we're done. I think
0: it closes at, I think it, they're open like noon to six.
1: Oh. Well, I'm at work usually during those times. Yeah. I got to figure out a way to mm-hmm. go and try it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so that's the restaurant What else report. do they have there? What else is going on over oh, there? Oh, you know, sandwiches, soups, um, poke bowls, I think they had a special oh. one day. No. Uh, uh, homemade desserts. Um, uh, in- interesting, you know, things. Like, What's a for, poke bowl? Uh, you know, you take, some, you take some, you know, Indiana is a great place to get some fresh uh, tuna. <laughs> yeah. Um, from the ocean. And, you know, you chop it up, get some chopped up vegetables in there. Get a rice, some rice in there, you know, some avocado, some uh, chopped up, okay, yeah, carrots, zucchini, uh, fetch veg- other vegetables.
1: My wife makes a thing like that for dinner mango, dinner maybe once in a while. Okay, it's good. Yeah, she makes a little sauce. There you go. Go on it, this little particular sauce. Uh, poke bowl. That's just something I hadn't heard about until a few years ago. Now I hear it more. Although it has fallen off. I heard about it a lot for a long time, and now I'm hearing about it in a way that's like, oh, I remember when people used to talk about those. Well,
0: there's a Poke Bowl restaurant on the east side. On the east side? I think it's in the old, uh, maybe in the old TIS bookstore location, or around there. Oh. Over, over by Mother Bears and Ami.
1: Over by Bear's Place, RIP. Oh, yeah. What's that Poke Bowl place um, in the bus station?
0: In the bus station?
1: Yeah. Bloomington Bowls. In the bus station? Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: In the bus station.
1: Well, in the building.
0: I didn't know there was a restaurant in the bus station.
1: It's not in the bus station.
0: Oh, you mean the like, has like, yeah, like acai bowls and... uh
1: Oh, you're talking about the bowl <laughs> place over there. I see. I was confused because you said it was in the bus station. And I know for certain that there's no restaurant inside
2: the bus station.
0: Wait, <laughs> this but you're talking about, are you think, are you the, about the bowl place? That's restaurant. Not, that's not even in the bus. Is it, is it in the same building? It's in the same vicinity. <laughs> it's maybe nearby there. Okay, sure. No, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs>
1: And what else? You, what other landmark? It's across from. It's Caddy Corner from the empty parking the Juice, lot the, from the, the Methodist
0: like, Church. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about now.
1: Anyway, what about it? <laughs> it's just another
0: poke bowl place. Uh, I think they have poke bowls, maybe, but I think they specialize in overpriced uh, um, <laughs> fruit bowls. Fruit, please. Now wait a minute. Does a poke? Bowl, I've never
1: been there. I don't know. Does a poke bowl have to have
0: tuna fish in it? No, it can have other kinds of fish, probably. Oh, it has to have fish, though. No, it can have... <laughs> fruit? Fruit, please. Okay. No, I don't know what... If I'm sure you can have a pokeball without fish. <laughs> but I don't know what the word Pokey means, if it has... If it, if, Pokemon, if it implies uh, fish or not. <laughs> anyway, Mike, we... Uh, also, we're saying Pokey
1: pretty hard. I'm sure it's not Pokey. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, it smells good.
0: <laughs> Mike, we need to get back on track. We have a lot to discuss on this show. All right. Okay. Speaking of restaurants, can oh I tell you something gosh. I wrote down
1: today? I need you to tell me if this is anything. Oh my god! Hold on. I'm <laughs> this pull is up. not the
0: time no, nor the place. Mo- it is the time, but it's not the place. I thought
1: you said we're moving into... <laughs> moving into what? It- into another part of the same mentioned? conversation. Yeah, sure. I wrote this down today. As I was eating a sandwich. <laughs> what What are the odds? In a local sandwich uh, establishment. What, Dag- Dagwood's? That's correct. <laughs> I was at Dagwood's. First try. I was at
0: Dagwood's having lunch today. Now, do they have an f- official license deal with the uh, comic strip? With the Cowlick? Sure. Blondie? Blondie Chapel? I doubt
1: it. All right, you tell me if this is anything. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of it while I was eating at Dagwood's, but here it is. It's a word, Jared, that's spelled this way.
2: All right,
0: Mike's Mike's creating new words. Call it's up. A, uh, it's a little
1: bit of a portmanteau, but also it's not quite exactly a portmanteau. It's a little mixed up. The word is C H I C. O-T L-P L-A-Y. Let me see this. Don't don't look at the description. Hold on a second. Yeah, let me okay, here we go. How would you pronounce this word?
0: Chicotal play.
1: It's chikult play. Chicot play. There's an L in there. Yeah, Chikult. Chico-chico-play. Chico-play. Chico-play. Is <laughs> how you say it.
0: Chico-play. Chico-chico-play. Chico-play. So it's a yes or no question whether this is a thing or not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say... <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> let me tell you what it is. Okay. It's a mix between... Coldplay and Chipotle? That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I figured that.
1: I'm just trying to think how we can turn this into a money maker. Chicole, Chicole play. A moneymaker. maker. Chicole play.
0: It's... Uh, <laughs> I think there needs to be an apostrophe in there for one thing.
1: No, 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 no. There's no apostrophe in either of those words.
0: That's a problem. <laughs>
1: you think those words need apostrophes in them? Yeah. <laughs> so um, people from Bedford aren't saying Chipotle
0: they have a Chipotle in Bedford I don't know they have the world's best Chipotle in Bedford actually <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's inside the gold Corral yeah
1: <laughs> anyway I'm just trying to think of ways to combine Coldplay and Chipotle and make them into something that we can call I'm
0: yeah I'm into that thanks <laughs> Guess, Me too. I guess. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any ideas on this, let us know. Yeah, please give us the insight that we
1: need. We just need to crack it. Once we crack the code on this thing, it's off to the races.
0: Uh, Were you going to say something? No. Well, we had some um, late breaking news. Oh, what is it? Uh, it's not late breaking news. But uh, Astrid Gilberto has passed away. I just talked about that at work
2: just
1: today.
0: Uh, I was going to play a record. Please. All right. Here. It'll take a sec to
1: load it up. We'll listen to this music until you're ready.
0: Mike, 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 we're just about out of time. Oh my gosh, you're right. Hey, uh, what would we hear? We heard Tapperzuki. We heard Steely Dan. We heard Gal Costa. the High Llamas. Galcosta. Starflyer 59. I think that's it. Think Astrid totally Gilberto, right. of course. Yes. Rest in peace. Uh, hey, you hear that in the background? That's the cure. I'm going to go see the cure on Sunday and give a full report next time. Oh, excellent. I can't wait. Um, Mike? Yes? Thanks. Thanks, as always. Um, I'm coming around <laughs> on the Chipotle. Chip- 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 pulled play yeah I'm I'm opening my heart to it okay um, just chew on it I think there's, there's, you, there might be something there Chicote play alright we'll be back hey next uh, next time I, if all goes as planned we'll have the authors of the brand new Steely Dan book on the show with us to talk about that oh excellent so that'll be exciting uh, that'll be next time that'll be episode 128 This has been episode 127 of Unspoken Request with Jared and Mike. We'll see
2: you in a couple weeks. Bye. (laughs)